0: Welcome to the weekly podcast, recorded live at Glory City Church, Brisbane. We hope you are blessed by this week's sermon. You see, we have a spiritual need to, to receive from God what is supernatural love. And he wants to so fill us that the love we have in the relationships we have is not something that we needily draw from, but something that we can enjoy because we're already filled to overflowing with his great love and it changes the dynamic. Instead of being codependent on other people, we get to be a blessing, we get to be an overflow, and we get to enjoy other people without having to draw from them for what we need. And uh, so I began to pray this prayer. I'd pray it and I'd personalise it, and I had faith to believe that I was really gonna get this because I'd also read in the Bible that it said that whatever I ask according to the will of God, I could have. So like, bang, this is a a prayer for all the saints. I'm a saint, praise the Lord, not because of what I've done, but because of what Jesus has done. He's transformed me, hallelujah, I've been given a new heart. So God, I'm asking. Strengthen me with might in the inner man so I can truly come to know what it looks like to have Christ dwelling in my heart through faith. That I would be rooted and grounded in love that I wouldn't be moved about and shaken by every circumstance or every rejection or every bad word that was said. Instead of being moved by the fear of man and the desire and the need to please, to be accepted, that I would be rooted and grounded in His love so that I could flourish in every season, producing fruit no matter what, hallelujah. I needed that because if I, I'm a, if you think about the love languages, I'm a words of affirmation person, physical touch person, and if I have you know, negative things said about me, oh, I take it to heart, I think about it, is that true, God? Is there something I need to, you know, it would affect me very deeply, and I was so um, emotionally on a roller coaster. Thank God I had a husband who's very stable, <laughs> hallelujah, but... I didn't want to live like that anymore. I wanted to be rooted and grounded in love. And so I prayed that God would do that. And he really did. He began to truly just fill me and give me revelation of what it looked like to have Christ dwelling in my heart through faith what it looks like to agree with God and reckon myself dead indeed to sin and alive to God in Christ. That it really was no longer I who lived but Christ who lived in me. That I would take time every day to look at him, to read his word and to recognize, hallelujah, that his word to me was a mirror, hallelujah. Or as Mark says, a mirror not a measure. That instead of thinking I'm never measuring up, I'd see the descriptions of God, the description of love and recognize God is love. As he is, so am I. Therefore, this isn't the thing I'm trying to attain to. It's actually a definition of who I am, hallelujah. (laughs) I am kind, I am patient, not because I've performed or earned or deserved that title, but because I've been given the nature of Christ, that I need to reckon myself dead and indeed to sin and alive to God, remind myself, thank you, God, I've been delivered from Catherine. It's no longer Catherine who lives but Christ who lives in Catherine. And therefore, I could actually start to get excited for the next person I was gonna meet and expect that when I had uh, interactions with people, it wouldn't be people having interactions with an insecure woman who was trying to gain acceptance, but that would be uh, having interactions with people with an expectation that everything I said and did, every smile I gave them, would be a revelation of the love of the Father. And it shifted everything. And so this scripture is so powerful. It says, we didn't receive the spirit of religious duty, hallelujah, leading us back into the fear of never being good enough. But we have received the spirit of full acceptance. You know, this revelation of the Holy Spirit is something that I wanted to share with you tonight We read in 2 Corinthians 13, 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I used to pray the grace at school. We'd say it every Monday at assembly. We'd say, Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all this day and pray for more. Amen. And uh, it was just something we said it was the grace. But it wasn't until quite a a few years later as I was listening to the audio Bible that this line, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, really began to strike me. Like fellowship, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of the Father. Fellowship, what does fellowship look like? If I wanna have fellowship with someone, it looks like, to me, it looks like sitting down and eating with them, asking them questions. You know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit like having a friend. You know, Tony Thompson, amazing minister from Atlanta. I, I can have him as a friend, but if I don't actually spend time and ask questions, there are, there are folders in his life, I, for want of a better term, whole areas of of information and testimony that unless I spend time or ask questions, I don't actually get access to. If I sit down I started to ask him about the miracles that he's seen, wow, it's like pressing an icon on a computer and bang, a whole folder opens up and I get to hear about his experience there. or, Or speak to another friend, if I speak to someone like James Goll, you know, you ask the right questions, you open a whole new folder. It's like a whole new area through fellowship. And I believe fellowship with the Holy Spirit is not just a concept, but an invitation requiring a response. We read here that the Holy Spirit is this, he's named here in Romans, the spirit of full acceptance. I read that and I don't look at it as. You know, "Oh, that's a nice thing." I look at that as an invitation. I want a fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and I want to start asking him questions about what it looks like to be fully accepted. If I'm invited into fellowship with the Holy Spirit, then He's inviting me to truly fellowship with Him, to talk with Him, to begin to spend time, to say, Holy Spirit, help me as I open the Word today to know what it looks like to be fully accepted. I wanna explore that. I don't wanna just see it as a title. I wanna explore what you wanna reveal to me about what it looks like to be fully accepted, hallelujah. I began to look at this when I was reading the book of Proverbs. In Proverbs eight, and I'll read this in the Passion Translation because I really like it. Verse 34, it says this. If you wait at wisdom's doorway, longing to hear a word for every day, joy breaks forth within you. As you listen for what I'll say, as the fountain of life pours into you every time that you find me, And this is the secret of growing in the delight and the favor of the Lord. If you wait at wisdom's doorway, longing to hear a word for every day, joy breaks forth within you as you listen for what I'll say. That is an invitation. It goes on in in Proverbs 9. It says, I wisdom, wisdom has built herself a palace upon seven pillars to keep it secure. She's made ready a banquet feast and a sacrifice has been killed. She's been ming- she has mingled her wine and the tables all set. She's sent out her maidens crying out from the high place, inviting everyone to come and eat until they are full. Whoever wants to know me, this is wisdom speaking, and receive my wisdom, come and dine at my table and drink of my wine. Lay aside your simple thoughts and leave your paths behind. Agree with my ways, live in my truth, and righteousness you will find. It's an invitation from the Spirit of God as the Spirit of wisdom saying, hey, I wanna eat with you. I want to fellowship with you. I'm inviting you, come on up. I have a rich banqueting table. Drink of my wine, because it'll give you so much joy. It'll give you so much wisdom. It'll help you, it'll help you walk in righteousness. And so I read that, and instead of going, oh, that's a nice thing, isn't that great? The Holy Spirit has wisdom for us. I want to respond to that. You see, without response, Revelation is just something that puffs us up. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Hallelujah. And to be edified by what the Holy Spirit's saying, we need to deliberately take time to respond in fellowship with him. So I, I read that and I went, right. I'm gonna get on the floor and I'm gonna talk to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I wanna fellowship with you as a spirit of wisdom right now. I want to respond to this invitation. I want to come. You said to come and dine at your table. You said in your word, Lord, that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. So I'm here, you've invited me. I'm invited to your table to to feast with you. Holy Spirit, I want to fellowship with you as the spirit of wisdom. Teach me, help me. And as I just spend time uh, fellowshipping with him through the word or on my back, just spending time with him, I find myself getting these incredible creative ideas, things I've not even considered or thought about, bang, bang, bang. And the spirit of wisdom starts to open up, if you like, the different folders and give me access into wisdom I've never had before, hallelujah. So I think about that and as I look through scripture, the Holy Spirit's described in so many different ways throughout the Word of God. Sometimes he's, he's called here in Romans 8, the spirit of full acceptance. That's a whole folder you can open. You go, oh, Holy Spirit, the spirit of full acceptance. It's, a, it's an attribute of the heart of God that the Holy Spirit is ready to reveal to you. Who wants to know what it looks like and feels like to live Absolutely knowing every day you are fully supernaturally accepted, not just tolerated, but celebrated, enjoyed, and joined in union with God Himself. Oh, I do, hallelujah! He's also described in the book of Revelation as the spirit of prophecy, He is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of prophecy. So what does it look like to to, um, fellowship with him as the spirit of prophecy? Hallelujah. It's him, he wants to speak through us. He wants to show us things to come. There's an invitation there in Jeremiah. Call to me and I'll answer and tell you things, great things, great and mighty things that you know not. We go, yeah, that's a good scripture. I have that as a memory verse. But how many have actually responded to the invitation? The fellowship of the Holy Spirit is not a concept. It's an invitation waiting for a response. Hallelujah. He's described as the spirit of might. What would it look like if we just went, Lord, talk to me about what it looks like. The the might of God. I want to explore what you have to say about your power. He's he's described as the spirit of glory. It's another invitation. If you want to ask questions, if you want to spend time with him, Lord, show me your glory. Well, is that scriptural? Of course it is. Moses, Lord, show me your glory. He's going, well, glad you asked. How many of us will take time to actually listen, to take time to get to know Him? You see, God is longing for us to know Him, but fellowship requires time. It requires deliberate, I wanna come and eat. I I wanna prioritize knowing you i want to get to know you talk to me lord i want to and show me your glory and not just oh well you didn't show me so i'm going to move on like you want to do this so i'm i'm not leaving till you show me i want to know more i want to know more hallelujah The spirit of grace, God, I wanna understand what that looks like. Oh, show me, teach me revelation about grace. The spirit of wisdom and revelation, hallelujah. The spirit of knowledge and truth. The spirit of faith, the spirit of holiness and the fear of the Lord. There is so much that we could access if we would only take the time to do it. You see, I believe the Holy Spirit is looking for us to begin to value fellowship. Fellowship with Him and fellowship with one another. You know, there's people in your life that others could come and ask them questions and you, you'd hear things that you never knew before because you had not taken the time to access that folder. I've been with people like that. I've, I've, um, know pastor daniel i'll introduce him to one of my good friends and after just a few minutes he's asking particular questions and i'm hearing information and things that i've never heard before because i'd never taken the time to unlock that part to to ask the question to begin to access more of that and so fellowship I believe is something that the Lord is really calling us into. As we embrace what it looks like to move forward as the body of Christ in unity, it's gonna take more than uniting around a mission. We have to begin with fellowship. We have to begin with relationship. It all comes out of intimacy. And that's intimacy with him and intimacy with one another. If every joint supplies, what are you not receiving because you are not pursuing intimacy? We take a lot of time in our culture. Some people would take two hours a day fellowshipping with the TV. But what would it look like if you spent that time instead fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit or fellowshipping with brothers and sisters and accessing the joints that God wants to give into your life, the gifts that God's given into your life as you eat together and talk about the things of God. The scripture says that he bends low to listen when that happens because there's so much joy that comes as we fellowship together, hallelujah. It's a simple word, but like wisdom says, if you'll come, you'll find such joy. If you'll come, you'll find the way of life. I'll show you my paths, I'll teach you my ways. We sometimes can begin to fall into the the thought pattern that We're rich and full and have need of nothing. We wouldn't say that, but our behavior tends to demonstrate that because we don't recognize our need. If you recognize, actually, God, I need you, I need your wisdom. I need you as my life source. I need your help. God, I thank you for the gifts that you've given, but everything comes from you and I need to be connected with you. I need to drink deeply from the river of your pleasure for me. I need to receive because I wanna continually overflow with your full acceptance and your magnificent, overwhelming love. Because if we are to overflow, we have to continually receive. The moment you stop receiving is the moment you stop overflowing. If you stop pouring water into a glass, it stops overflowing. The moment you start getting too busy to (gasps) drinking of his wine, to take time to drink of his wisdom, to drink of his word, to fellowship with him, the moment that you, you get too busy for that is the moment you begin to stop overflowing the Holy Spirit so wants to have relationship with you. It's the Spirit of the Father, the Spirit of Jesus, and He wants to reveal the person of Jesus to you, reveal the Father to you. He wants to teach you, He wants to help you. He is longing for true relationship with you. And I believe that tonight, the Holy Spirit is is just hovering right now, inviting people into a rich feast, into a rich fellowship with him. So Father, we thank you for your grace. Holy Spirit, we ask, teach us how to fellowship with you and with one another. Teach us to value feasting with you and with one another. Teach us to value relationship above everything else, God, that we would learn what it looks like to really live in intimacy with open hearts towards you and toward one another. Holy Spirit, help us. Come, Lord, we ask. Fill us afresh. We need you, God. Lord, we need you. We need you to fill our cups. We need you to fill us to overflowing with all your fullness. We wanna know what it looks like to see your glory manifested across continents. Holy Spirit, come. We thank you for your grace, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your presence here right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we love you. We're gonna pray for some people in just a few minutes. And I I believe the Holy Spirit wants to touch, he wants to heal bodies, he wants to encourage people. But tonight if you're here and You know in your heart, you don't have relationship with God. He's inviting you. He's waiting for you to say, yes, Lord, I want to come into relationship with you. And the only way we can come into relationship with a holy, pure, righteous God is to receive his gift of righteousness. And the way we do that is recognizing we need it. I need your mercy, God, I need your forgiveness, I need your grace, come into my life, make me new. I need a new heart so that I can be joined to you. Light can have no fellowship with darkness. So Jesus came to take away our crookedness, take away our darkness and give us clean hearts so we could receive, it's by grace we're saved through faith, not of works, lest anyone should boast but it's a response required from you because he's given you a a free will, the ability to choose. And if we choose to say, God, I need your grace. I wanna come into relationship with you. I want to be in fellowship with you. I want you to be my Lord. You know, I wanna pray for you tonight before we pray for anybody else. If you're here and you know in your heart you need to respond to the mercy of God and you say, yes, Lord. I want to be joined to you. I want to give my life to you so that I can receive your life in exchange. I want to receive a new heart. I need your mercy, I need your grace. Without holiness, no one can see God, but no one can achieve holiness in their own strength. So he gives us the gift if we will receive it. Thank you for joining us.